Welcome to the Over the Teacups podcast. My name's Bella and I'm so happy you're here today. Please join me for a cup of tea or coffee as we talk about the important things of life, the Bible, theology and living a life that honours God. Hi friends, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Over the Teacups. Today I'm inviting on a special guest, Anna Hawkes Cabral, and she's going to be talking all about motherhood and how understanding God's grace makes such a difference in her own journey of motherhood. I was so encouraged by our conversation and I hope you will be too. Hi, Anna. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Uh, Hello. Thank you for inviting me. So first of all, um, could you please let us know a little bit about yourself? Who are you? Who's in your family? And what does life look like for you? Okay. So, yes, uh, I'm Anna. I'm a a writer and I also have a podcast and a blog and I'm an English teacher as well. Uh, I lived in Portugal. Um, I came here to Portugal when I was very little, when I was three, uh, because my parents came here as missionaries. Uh, and we're originally from the UK, from England. Um, so, yeah, we've, we've just been in Europe. Um, and, yeah, so I came here when I was three. I did school here, university here. And then I went back to the UK for a few years to get some work experience. Um, and then I came back to Portugal, got married, um, and had three children in the space of uh, three years, basically. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yes, it was very fast when I met my husband. We, uh, well, we already knew each other from church circles, and I was friends with his sister, but basically we started going out in uh, October 2011. We got married in August 2012. <laughs> And yeah, and then we had our three kids quite close together. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Quite fast. (laughs) So we're involved in a a church plant here in the city where we live. My husband is an elder of this church. And uh, yeah, we're very mission focused as well. And also, like I was saying, I had my children quite close together, but when I became a mum, I also became very interested in mum ministry. It's something that really touched my heart. And so I've been involved in that as well. Um, I'm involved in a group here in Bush called Mum Ministry. And obviously with my blog as well. My blog is for mums, for Christian mums. And my books are also more focused on Christian mums. Yeah, Yeah, fantastic. So you mentioned a little bit about your ministry is aimed towards mums. Um, could you share yeah. a little bit about your own journey in motherhood? Um, so what was your attitude like when you first became a mum? Okay, so yeah, when I first became a mum, obviously I felt all the normal, <laughs> the normal feelings of being a mum, so I felt really happy and joyful, it was really good. Um, but at the same time I had a few doubts, like things that I wasn't really expecting to have. To happen mm, yes and one thing that happened was that for example with my daughter's sleep um 
she didn't sleep very well at the beginning. Uh, well, after the first few weeks, she stopped sleeping as well, I should say, because she started waking up, up a lot in the night. Yeah. And so one thing I started doing was looking on the internet for several solutions and um, looking for information and having information gave me a certain sense of security uh, at the beginning. But the problem was I, I created certain convictions, I suppose, as a parent. I, I started becoming quite um, dogmatic about certain parenting convictions. Yeah. About sleep and um, the way, even the way we had our children and things like this. And um, when people had other opinions or when people criticized me or whatever, I, I felt really insecure. And the basis of all this was the, uh, the truth was that my identity was too much in my motherhood. So for me, it was all about my performance, like how I was as a mother somehow affected who I was as a person. Yes, yes. And my identity wasn't really rooted where it should have been in Christ. So it was more in how I, my performance as a mother. Yeah. And so, yeah, so deep down I was really insecure. Uh, but I would say I didn't always realize I was insecure. Because as I said, sometimes I use like information of things to give me a kind of sense of security. But then whenever I felt people had other opinions or people criticized me or whatever, then I realized actually I was quite insecure. Yeah. So yeah, it's a bit of a mixture really. <laughs> yeah. So how would you say understanding God's grace has changed your approach to motherhood? So for me, understanding God's grace, uh, it changed everything um, because, yeah, as I was saying when I introduced myself, um, I'm from a Christian family. I believed in the gospel from when I was little in the sense that I believed that Jesus died for my sins. I trusted in him for salvation. But the thing that happened in motherhood that was interesting was that I didn't actually apply the gospel when I first, when I was first a mum. So when I did something wrong, and here I'm talking about both sins or even mistakes as a mum, like if I forgot certain things or I made some, or I, by mistake I hurt my children or something like this. I felt really, really guilty, and that guilt was something I couldn't really let go of. It was just like holding on to me, and what it really was was the enemy accusing me. Uh, but I didn't realize this at first. So for me, it was just this, I had this uh, thing of guilt. So my motherhood, as I was saying before, it was a lot to do with performance, but also this idea of guilt and shame when I did do things wrong or when I got impatient with my children or I didn't give them the attention I wanted to give them. And um, yeah, but God took me on this journey, which was that he really showed me that my identity was in him and that Jesus had taken all of my wrongdoing on the cross. And yeah, when I made mistakes as a man, which were inevitable in a sense, as I'm a human being, uh, all I had to do was ask forgiveness for my children, to God as well, and let go, just trust that Jesus had already paid everything on the cross mm. for me. And so that was really releasing, like going on that journey of actually applying the gospel to myself as a mum. And that really changed everything for me. So it was really, really good. And that's one of the things I really um, 
like to tell other mums as well because I think it's very common for mums to have this kind of guilt. Um, and so it's one of the things that I really try to tell other mums about as well. Yeah, that's amazing. Like just to, I guess we can know about God's grace, but then, yeah, to actually be putting it into practice in our lives is, yeah, yeah it's another thing. And yeah. it's just a complete game changer when we actually really do understand it. Yeah, yes, yes. I think it's it's about that because sometimes we do kind of know these things in our heads, but actually applying that's when we really grow and it becomes more of a heart knowledge. Yes. Apply it to the, the situations that we go through. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you have um, a ministry called Unique Mums. Um, could you tell us a little yeah. bit about that and what's your heart behind this ministry? Okay, so yes, I have, uh, like I was saying before, I have an actual blog where I have articles as well. And then I have an Instagram account, which is also called Unique Mums. And so the idea with Unique Mums is to create content that's to encourage mums. Um, so we do posts usually with devotions and prayers for mums. So I would say the, um, one of the main things is to encourage mums to be unique. And there are several aspects to this idea of being unique. But one of the main ones is that as Christians, we are unique <laughs> and we, we serve Jesus and we're going to be countercultural. We're going to be different because we follow Jesus. So uh, we are unique in that sense. And I think we really need to encourage each other in this and following Jesus because, as I said, it is countercultural mm. and it's very easy sometimes to get caught up in mum culture where it's all about certain parenting approaches or doing it this way or doing it that way, but just being released to follow God and also the the way that we're going to parent isn't going to be the same for every mum. And that's not the point anyway. It's not about following a certain parenting approach, but it is about surrendering to God's spirit and, yeah, just being the unique expression he wants us to be. And that's not excusing sin or anything like that. Some people can go into that side, and it's not about that at all. It's about being obedient to God's words, but understanding that we're we're all going to be unique, both in our culture, our background, our personalities. And so I think mums really just need to feel more released in that, to feel like they don't have to do things like, as every every other mum, or even within the church, so they don't have to feel they have to parent exactly like that mum, or do it exactly that way, but that God um, has a unique calling for each mum, and yeah, just to feel more released in that. So that's one of the the reasons why I created this name, Unique Mums, and yeah, it's been something really challenging in a way for me to to process and also to communicate with others. <laughs> but I'm getting there, I think, and, and learning as well and, and trying to, to reach mums with these truths. But, yeah. yeah, it's wonderful. And I know myself personally, I've been very encouraged um, by, by your um, Unique Mums ministry, um, especially on Instagram. Yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> it's so good to hear. Um, so can you tell us, um, you also have a book um, called Unique. Um, can you tell us a little yes. bit about that? Um, who was it written yes. for and what's its main message? Okay, so my book, um, 
Yes, the book I wrote, I started writing actually in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, here in Portugal, we were in lockdown when I, I really felt God lead me to write this book. But basically, the book tells about my whole journey as a mum, like, as I was saying before, like, the stage that I went through where I was um, filled with guilt and also insecure. And this idea that I had that some mums were achieving certain standards of perfection that I wasn't. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and sometimes I just felt like I wasn't good enough for my children. Like, I was like... I even got to a phase where I think, oh, so-and-so, that other mum, oh, she would be a better mum for my children than I would be. Like, mm. I was so insecure. And, yeah, God just took me on this journey and released me so much. And, and he showed me so many um, life-changing truths, really, that, um, yeah, I just felt God lead me to write this book. So the book is about my journey and what I learned and even how I got to this stage of transformation, how God used different situations to bring truth to me and so I would say it's, it's written like a memoir because it's all from like I it's not like a book that's like practical application or anything like this it's just my own journey my own experiences and stuff um but yeah it's very honest I think it's I tried to tell everything as it was that happened uh, without um without censoring myself in any way, but just being very honest and authentic about the experiences that I went through and, and even the struggles that I went through, which was hard in a way to be that kind of open. But I really felt from God that he wanted me to, to share what happened because it's only when you really share like what's going on deep within you that you can actually help someone else. And I just felt this, I, this idea that even though I might be judged for some of the things that I wrote or some people might have a, a different opinion of me or whatever, but I should let go of that, not worry about that, and just write what really happened with me, what I went through, so that I can really reach other mums with these truths. And the only way I can reach them is by being authentic about what I went through. So yeah, the mum is for Christian mums, um, although I would say even some mums who maybe wouldn't call themselves Christians but have some beliefs will also be touched by the book. And I have a few friends who read it who aren't <laughs> traditional Christians, but they said the book really touched them as yeah. well. But especially, I think, younger mums who do go through this struggle of uh, comparisonitis <laughs> and yes identity guilt and yeah just all these different issues that we go through yeah especially at the beginning of motherhood but sometimes even later on as well mm. and it is it's such a big um I guess temptation to yeah be comparing and looking at other people and thinking they're such a better mum than you or yeah but yes. just yeah yeah I know having you know, your testimony there is, yeah, it's just very powerful yeah. to be encouraging other people. and yes. yeah. yeah, because I think, like, if we look at social media things, it's always about, it always seems more about this thing of um, showing the good side and showing how we're doing it this way or how we're doing it that way. And it's just so important that we also learn from each other and learn from each other's struggles and mistakes. Yes, well. yeah. 
yeah, that's the idea behind it. It's a testimony, basically, like you said. But, um, the book is actually, I had the initial subtitle was A Mother's Journey, Unique A Mother's Journey, but I changed it because I wanted it to be very clear. So now it's a testimony of hope in a comparison obsessed mummy culture. Yes, I love that, yeah. <laughs> so that's what it is. I believe you're working on a new book as well. And um, what can you tell us about that one? Okay, so the new book I'm writing is for Christian women in general, so not so much specific for mums, uh, but it's also about the gospel. And here I've actually divided um, the gospel, because the gospel means the good news, so I've actually divided it into three different aspects, which is God's design, God's character, and God's redemption, and how we can apply that to issues that we face as women. And so here I have issues such as um, envy, which happens quite a lot, even though we don't always admit to it. Uh, insecurity as well, and pride, and um, inadequacy as well. So the issues that are very common with women, obviously not all women will experience them to the same degree, but uh, they are issues for us as women, and for, for men sometimes as well, but I'm focusing more on women. So heart issues, and how knowing more of the good news that actually transforms us and changes us. And so... Yeah, it's very. Um, it's a book that's very kind of systematic. It has like a very set structure. And this is this book is. I do share my experiences and stories as well, as well as a few other people's stories as well. Uh, but it's also more practical applications. So it's a Christian living book uh, with more of um, a practical application side as well. Yeah, that so sounds like it's. Really good. Yeah, sounds like it's going to be good. Yes, I, I really hope so. <laughs> it's taking me a long time to write, but I'm doing quite a bit of research for it. So both research in terms of the Bible and also the research of like even psychology, like some things are related to psychology. So I'm even looking into that. So it's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but it's taken a while to write. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it's very involved, but I'm sure it'll be worth it in the end. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so our final question, um, what advice would you give to a Christian mum who might be struggling in her identity? Okay, so the first piece of advice that I would give um, is actually probably going to be a bit funny, but I would say when, when you're um, a mum struggling with your identity, uh, don't fall into the trap of just re uh, reading parenting advice because I think that can actually uh, be detrimental. So when we get into this thing of like reading that as parents we need to do this or we need to do that or we need to do the other, there is a place obviously for us growing as parents and there are articles about that that we can grow in. I think what we need first is the basis of who we are in Christ. And that's our identity. It's not the fact that we're a parent, although that obviously has an influence over us. But our identity is in Christ, so that's where we need to start. That's like the basis. So this, the first place we really need to is the Bible. And, yeah, just to read about who we are in Christ. And, obviously, the main place here is to go into the New Testament and 
just read through the letters of Paul, for example, and just meditate on these truths and take on these truths that we're new creations, that we've been redeemed, that we're set free, that God has justified us in his righteousness. And so, yeah, just, I think that's the basis. And then after that, when we're secure in our identity, then we're in a better place to, to grow in our parenting and to ask God to help us in our parenting and to, yeah, to, to grow in character and to, to really grow more like Jesus as well. So, yeah, um, that's what I would advise, to read the Word. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and just staying close to the Word, that's always... Always good advice, yeah, yeah for anything. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing um, your message today. Um, I know, yeah, I've been very encouraged and I hope other people have been encouraged, um, yeah, to check out your uh, ministry and hopefully check out your book. Um, before we go, um, I'd just like to do a few get-to-know-you questions because, um, yeah, I always enjoy listening to these on other podcasts. Um, okay. So our first question if you could meet any person from the Bible apart from Jesus, who would it be? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think actually I would enjoy meeting David mm. um, because I really identify with the Psalms and how he's so honest um, with like what he's going through and yeah, just his heart and his heart of worship as well. Yes, so I yeah. Think I would be interested in yeah. yeah, I'm sure he'd have a lot of great stories to tell about his life. Yeah. 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 So next question. If you could choose anything to eat for dinner, what would you be eating? <laughs> yes. Uh, that's a good question because I do like lots of different types of food and even... Um, Cuisine from different countries. I really like Italian food. Mm, yes. Um, and also, maybe it depends a little bit on the time of year, how hot it is. Because now where I live, it's really hot. So the thing that I'm thinking about, which I really like actually, is the English roast, the Sunday roast. Uh, so like the roast turkey or mm, chicken or yes, pork, yeah. the roast potatoes and gravy. I really, this is one of my favorite meals. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, I think maybe I would choose that. Mm. So I've got a few um, would you rather questions. Would you rather go to the beach or go to the mountains? Uh, definitely go to the mountains. Mm. Yeah, I really like the mountains. And yeah, the beach only when it's like sunset or very early in the morning before it gets too hot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> would, you, would you rather eat sweet or savoury food? Uh, I would say probably sweet because I have a sweet tooth, um, <laughs> yes. even though I try to be quite careful with sugar, but if I'm talking about preferences, I do prefer sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather listen to music or listen to podcasts? Um, I would say listen to a podcast, um, although I love music. Um, but usually when I listen to music, I do it while I'm writing. I listen to a lot of instrumental music while I'm writing. But if you're, I'm actually doing that thing of um, focused listening, I prefer to listen to like a content. I prefer listening to a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. 
So um, this last question, um, I love um, hearing other people's answers to this. What is the best book that you've read in the last year? Okay, uh, the best book I read, I would say, is New Christianity. Um, I read it around this time last year, so I suppose it still counts. Mm. Um, actually, I didn't read it in a traditional sense. I listened to it on Audible. Uh, but I have a, a print copy as well, which I'm going to reread because mm. it really blessed me. Yeah, so that's one by C.S. Lewis, is it? Mere Christianity? Yes, C.S. Lewis. Yes, yes wonderful, yes. yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Anna, thank you again for coming on the podcast. Um, uh, yeah, thank, thank you, you for sharing much. your journey. And um, yeah, I hope it's been encouraging to, um, to all our listeners. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. And I, I really hope that what I shared today blessed someone. I hope that chat with Anna um, really encouraged you to consider God's grace in your own journey of motherhood. And if you're not a mum, um, I hope it encouraged you just to consider God's grace in your life anyway. Next episode, we are going back to our Holy History series and we are going to be looking at King David, specifically about the promise that God made him that he would have a line of kings and a throne that would endure forever and looking at how Jesus is the one who fulfills that. I hope you join me for that and I will see you again for tea next time.